0: You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network.
1: Alright, fellas. We're recording. Excellent. So, uh, I'm here with Robert and David. Uh, Robert, just to give some background, I know you from... Revolution Church. Yeah. When did you start coming? Was that uh, um, a few months ago, or? a few months ago?
2: I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of popped in and sat in the back and mm-hmm. observed.
1: What did you think the first time you were there? It was different.
2: Yeah. It's very different. Mm-hmm. It's not your traditional sort of church, but um,
1: we were saying earlier. I always say church in air quotes, and we always, church, yeah. And you were saying you have to explain to people and and to to David, you know, what it is like. It's it's kind of a long winded
2: yeah for the, especially for those who weren't raised in a mm-hmm. in, in the you know traditional sense of church right um you know where there's like a steeple and brick walls and um pews lined up you know horizontally to each other mm-hmm. um it's it's revolution is not
1: that Yeah. <laughs> David, what do you, what do you think when Robert first told you about it like
2: I
3: asked him how church was and he said that it was... He, he loved it, It was. it was different. And I said, well, how many people were there? Because that's usually the uh-huh, question. Yeah. And he said, today I think there were six. And I said, there are six people with you? And he <laughs> like said, <it> yeah, <laughs> without me it was five. I said, so there were five people at the church? And so for me yeah. that was totally different, because I'm used to, A, him going to a church of thousands of people, uh-huh. and then the church uh, he went to afterwards had, you know, like several hundred. And so mm. that was just totally different. Um, but he was happy mm-hmm.
1: and he's only dragged you once to
3: to a church is that right No, I used to go with him oh. to um on special occasions to uh <laughs> his old church in phoenix mm. and then for christmas I went once
2: here I' have to preface that david is not uh, you know doesn't go to church on a on a you're not a religious like christian you're you're um, Are you Jewish?
3: I was raised Jewish. You're I like the way. <laughs> you place. have to dance around it. <laughs> you yeah. yeah, I was yeah. raised Jewish. You were raised um, Jewish. Yeah, and uh, but I've you know I've gone with Rob, uh, you know, several different churches several times. Mm-hmm. Always get a
2: lot out of it. Once at mm-hmm. my old Romanian church. I oh, <laughs> <laughs> was like experience. This seems like a gold mine here. So,
3: <laughs> so my so he at the time Rob was going to church about five times a week. As yeah.
2: every good Christian, Romanian yeah. boy does, you go Tuesday night for prayer, Wednesday for youth service, Thursday for church, and two times on Sunday, and yeah. then rehearsals on Saturday. Mm. So that was part of the audio Yeah,
3: you were, I forgot about Saturdays, yeah. too. Or, and we'll then work. you usually had a wedding that you had to work as well. Yeah. Um, so it was, I think on a Thursday, I went with you, and he warned me it was going to be about two hours. Mm. And he was doing the audiovisual, and so he got into the booth, and I took the seat behind him. And I looked out amongst this gigantic church, and all the men were on one side, and all the women were on the other side. And for me, growing up Jewish, it was like, oh my God, this is like a weird Orthodox Uh, temple uh thing, which I didn't do. And um, then they started, and from the moment it started, everything was in Romanian. So he put put this headset on me, thinking that there was going to be somebody in the headset if you've got interpreters. English, you'll be fine. <laughs> that there wasn't. So <laughs> what did you in that? It was. It was two hours of a Romanian church service of which I understood not a single mm-hmm. word. And every like half an hour, all the guys would get up and start yelling.
2: <laughs> and the, the, it's Romanian Pentecostal, so oh, that's what happens. Yes. Wow. So it's it was the, that's the very yeah. So he didn't know There's, what was going on. I did like, So
3: I, I just remember <laughs> texting my best friend, Amy, during the thing and saying, okay, this is really, really weird. I am at this weird church with my friend Rob. I don't know I'm here. I'm being very supportive, uh-huh. but I don't understand anything. So I'm going to sit here and text you so you can keep me
2: comfortable. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because he was working like the audio. The like the, the, he, was back, he was sitting by himself yeah, behind no. me. Yeah. And so when everybody stood, you, he stood, when everybody kneeled on no, their I knees.
3: I,
0: I don't think I kneeled. I think you, you didn't just sat kneel. there. No. You just sat there. Okay. No, um, I just hid behind him. You me. didn't sing the Romanian hymns? No.
2: You didn't sing the remaining hymns? Yes. <laughs> the Jewish guy. Yeah, you weren't singing the remaining hymns? How so dare you? So the nice you. thing about <laughs> Rod being 6'5
3: is I was very. it was very easy for me to hide behind him. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone else was standing up. I was just kind of still texting Amy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is weird.
1: And you guys were, were, were just friends? We were friends? just friends, yeah. And you were, that's very supportive. Yeah. That's like shockingly yeah. supportive, honestly. Wow. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you. I know. <laughs> like, yeah, you should come with me sometime.
3: Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that was the only time. Uh, that was it. That was the yeah. only time. Yeah, yeah, and then I think later on they wouldn't have let me through the doors anyway, so. Because <laughs> you didn't kneel and <laughs> singing in Romanian. Uh, and I was... Uh, gay man, which was not... <laughs> right. They didn't but like I the gays. Yeah.
2: Know. It didn't matter that I
1: was, that I was Jewish. It didn't matter <laughs> yeah. that... It mm. was, it was gay. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was the was problem. Mm-hmm. Rob, yeah. were you still going uh, to church regularly when you came out?
2: Um, you know, it's hard because it wasn't like a hard t- transition. Mm. It wasn't like one day I popped open the closet doors and confetti blew out and Mm -hmm. said, I'm here. You know, nothing like that happened. Um, Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? I was, was,
3: okay, to be honest,
2: I was in the closet, (laughs) he opened the doors, I threw the confetti out at
3: him and I said, you're gay.
2: (laughs) That's how I turned gay, ladies and gentlemen. That's what (laughs)
1: happened. That's how it happened.
2: Boys and girls. It's more of a, it was more of a transition. So, um, it was just a period of, I've I've always known that I, I was gay and so, I've I fought it, um, and I did a lot of things that I I wish that I hope that would turn me straight. Mm. You know, because Mm. Mm -hmm. growing growing up in that environment, you're taught that you're going to go to hell, and um, and that you can be you can be you can change. Yeah, so I went to altar calls. I um, went to prayer nights. I did all these things. I checked into myself into a little stint into reparative therapy for a little bit. And, uh, um,
1: it's it, heavy, dude. It's yeah. Heavy. No,
2: yeah, totally. And so um, it you know, it didn't change a thing. Mm. And it, I got to a point where I had to think you know, alright, this is kind of like a quote-unquote crisis of faith. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what sure. am I going to do? Because I still believe in God. Um, I don't know what he wants from me Mm. you know um if i i thought you know if there's two options either this was a cruel joke from god and he just doesn't want to you know Mm. turn me straight and Mm. you know after all like the tears that i've cried and the prayers that i've done you know everything i've tried
1: you checked off all the boxes i checked off all the boxes that i could have done you're told that you're supposed to
2: exactly and either it's a cruel joke and he's just kind of laughing and saying no i'm not going to do it right or I, I can, you know, go the path of, well, if God is love, mm. then he just must love me the way I am. Mm. Yep. And that was sort of the proverbial crossroads that I was at. And, um, yeah, I, I, I started exploring this new path of God is love mm. instead of this angry God. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I started... Thinking while I was sitting in the audiovisual booth, you know, what's my next step? What am I going to do? Because I was going through the motions, you know, yeah. I was singing, I was praying, I was pushing the buttons to make the lights work. I was putting the... You are literally pushing all the literally buttons. Literally pushing the lights. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a huge, boor- like, light board and everything. And then I would bounce back between that and the um, projection, right. you know, mm-hmm. area where PowerPoint I... PowerPoint type stuff. PowerPoint. Yeah. Well, we had um, what we call easy worship. It was a step oh, above. I'm familiar with that, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's, so like,
1: streamlined for it's, churches. It was, it's
2: a, it was a great software. It's mm-hmm. so much easier than PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, just sitting in the booth, like, thinking, what am I going to do? And so I started experimenting churches. So I'm like, okay, well, there must be some gay-friendly churches. Yep. Um, this is in
1: Arizona? In Arizona. Yeah.
2: And I didn't want to, like, leave my faith. I just... I I'm... I'm personally of the opinion that I believe in a God Mm -hmm. and I believe that he is love. Mm -hmm. And I was curious and open to find out what, what else is there and Mm what, um, how do I, what would I make of that? Essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I went to a few different churches in town. Um, None of them really felt quite like home and, you know, didn't feel comfortable um, until I landed to a place called Foothills, which is, Ironically, the exact opposite direction from my old church. Like I said. So, like, I live near near a highway in Arizona. And so, like, 10 minutes to my left was my old Romanian mega church. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then 10 minutes to my right was this new church okay, called okay. Foothills. And same road. Same so literally road. the other side of the road. Literally the same road. Happy
3: Valley Road. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, poetic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't really call Happy Valley anymore. I call it the Valley of the Shadow of Death. Oh. That's just me. <laughs> David calls it the Church of Hate. <laughs> yeah, um, it's yeah, it's a, a church that tells you what you're allowed to think, what you're not allowed to think. Um, that puts rules on you can you can't wear jewelry or you can't, mm. you could can sit only on the side of the church. Like mm-hmm. it's, it veers into cultish mm-hmm. mentality yeah, right. and you're not allowed to ask questions. You're not allowed mm. to, um, ask why. And if you do, you're mm. automatically pegged as a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really bad.
1: That's dangerous. Yeah. So yeah. David, when you say the church of hate, was that from your own personal experience? Like did, when you walked in those doors, did you get hate from people or is it just, you knowing where their stances were on? On social issues and things like that. It was,
3: it was known where their stances were. They had okay. no idea who I was right, right.
1: or what I was there
3: for. Mm-hmm. But in seeing how Rob was treated mm. afterwards, when, when Rob actually came out, he it, it was well known within that church. It was well known within that community there which mm. is really really odd to me mm-hmm. um mm. but the word was out that rob was gay and he had people who he had known his entire life that he would walk by in the grocery store mm. and they would look at him and continue walking wow yeah
1: like ostracized or like uh totally
3: completely yeah. they yeah. would absolutely he said oh i knew that person and i said how did you know them? I knew them from church. I said, "Well, it's like you knew them by sight." He said, "No, I've known them my entire life." Wow. Just, I grew up
2: in that church as a, from a, as a, from a kid. You helped oh build my it. God. I helped build that church with my, my, helped build church with my with my, literally, yeah. wow. with my blood and everything, yeah. literally.
3: <laughs> and, and this Christ. was a place that would no longer speak to him. The, the people just would no longer talk to him, and he would. I mean, the the pastor. What was the story there? Did oh, you,
2: yeah, those. Yeah, that was interesting. So we're at my cousin's wedding, Joe, and um, so it was me and my cousin Emma and some family sitting towards the front of the church mm-hmm. during the service. So Romanian weddings are different, where it's it's actual church service, and so the bride and groom walks down the aisle, they go to their thrones next to the pulpit, and they sit down for two hours. <laughs> yeah, it's like beautiful ornate chairs surrounded by flowers. <laughs> Your
1: eyes are so. Open. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We didn't get a throne in it. I mean, we, a, we had to stand. I yeah. oh, didn't know that I could actually
2: have a throne in a tiara. I mean, we this Romanian culture. We didn't wear a fit and flared outfit. That uh, I asked you to. True. Yeah, no, true. I'm kidding. Um, so they sit down th- on their throne, and you know, it's a church service. There's a, there's a one or two sermons. There's oh God, um, two a sermons. choir. There is people singing and reciting poems. Yeah. It's this, this whole ordeal. Um, And so I was sitting down there towards the front, um, and the lead pastor from that church um, got up to start a sermon. And so he began saying, um, I was going to talk about something about, you know, Mm marriage-related or romantic-related, whatever. He's like, instead, I'm going to actually, I was compelled by God to change my sermon Mm. to talk about how marriage should be between a man and a woman and looked right at me
1: really looked
2: right at me and i just looked back and i'm like really bitch (laughs) you're gonna do this
1: That's unreal." and
2: he did and i i just checked out and i was talking to my cousin next to me we're just kind of giggling and not paying attention i'm like really you you mean this Uh, about yourself instead of like the two people up there getting married
1: that is like amazingly (laughs) selfish and like close-minded and just like pointedly Mean,
2: and he was shooting daggers from like yeah. the pulpit at me. I'm like, I really don't care, okay. dude. I'm how, past that.
1: How are you not just like fuck church altogether, fuck God altogether? Because, why, why did that stick with you? Sir? Yeah,
2: you know, I, re, I I can, I could have done that, and there are people that, that do that, and that's yeah. totally fine. Which is fully valid? It's, in t- this t- situation. it's totally valid. Yeah, yeah. My, my deep connection to the belief that God is love is what kept me in the, in mm. the quote unquote church. Or kept me with with my faith. So,
1: Is that belief something that you were ingrained with, or is that, that you said is something that you more came to like realize, or, or came to to decide was real after the fact? Yeah, or, it's or just you it's always...
2: um, you know it's, it wasn't you know you're taught you're, it's it's verbally said it's from, in there it's in there but <laughs> Along I, I have with this the deep... slaying
1: of the infants and all that too. Oh right, right. no, yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I have this deep feeling you know this, at the core of the whole issue. God is love. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: And that's that's a jumping off point. That's mm-hmm. where we start.
0: Mm-hmm. We
2: usually tend to go the opposite way. You know, you mentioned like all those controversial, you know, or violent, mm-hmm. you know, passages mm-hmm. in the biblical yeah. texts. Mm-hmm. And you try to work yourself inward where it's no, it should be the opposite way. We should start off with the foundation of God is love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what does that mean moving forward? And how does that check out as it checks and balances with other passages and what we're doing to each other and how we you know, look at each other, you know, that whole, mm. whole thing. Right. So, yeah,
3: I think what hit home for you was when you went to Foothills and he found a community that had the same belief structure that he had that mm. was welcome, welcoming to him as a gay man and actually embracing to him. And that's what the, was game changing. The, the first couple who welcomed him in was a, was a uh, lesbian couple uh-huh. who Invited him up to sit with them, and oh. engaged with him, and then ended up years later being his stood up for him at our wedding. Yeah, oh, so man. they were they That's were his sweet. his, his uh, matrons of honor. <laughs> 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 They're sweethearts. Um, yeah, we but love. But I think I think showing that you could be Christian, value love, that had the same values, and still. Be gay and be accepted. I think that was the biggest mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it was um at that at that church where I realized and it wasn't like a you know, for me and I got slipped into this, you know, I what conservatives might say, I got manipulated into this right. you know, backsliding thinking. Oh, oh, right, 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 yeah. No, it was mm. um I I sat there in that church, no, you know by you know, my own and it was really like a um moment of Clarity and transformation for me because I finally felt like I could kind of relax and breathe, oh, yeah. and I knew that I had I had peace in my soul. Mm. I I felt the love, and it was like this warm blanket over me. Oh, and like, okay, you know, this is this is it. I'm yeah. doing the right thing. Uh-huh. Um,
3: and I think it was the first time you realized that there were other people like you. There was oh, yes, wow. and I think that was the yeah. wow. discovery that you yeah. weren't the lone Christian. Gay man out there, but there are people who were like you.
2: Oh. Yeah, and that's that's, that's yeah. kind of why. Um, yeah, I definitely didn't know, and that's why I started my online, you know, presence. Um, she must plug. Yeah, here. give your yeah, give your handle. Brogbearblog uh, dot um, essentially, um, the lesbian couple gave me the nickname um, "Brother Bear" <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a brother and I'm you a want bear. To shot them? What are their names? Oh, Wendy and Crystal, oh. and Little Brave, their son. Aww. Oh, Brave sweethearts! Is amazing. Yeah. yeah,
3: they're they're an amazing family and just truly amazing individuals.
2: Yeah, so I, I started the these site because um, we needed we need representation in mm. the um, queer or Christian LGBT plus community um and currently in the romanian um sphere of that there is like nobody Mm. doing doing Mm -hmm. that um Mm. and so i'm here you know doing my thing and writing articles and um posts and personal experiences and um yeah just kind of giving visibility to that and I've, i've had people reach out to me yeah um from different areas mm-hmm. um, with either questions or they're closeted or they're mm-hmm. in the process coming out and mm-hmm. you know questions of theolo- you know theological questions yeah. you know the ones that we were always raised with and right. how do I make sense of that and mm-hmm. you know et cetera et cetera so um, it's, it's turning into this wonderful um, platform to help people in the Romanian American community and um, the posts are translated in Romanian as well so that anybody can understand it.
1: Uh-huh.
2: So, Pretty pardon well. my
1: ignorance, but yeah. it, is it, uh, it so? Romanian Christianity is like exclusively conservative. It sounds like, or
2: um, yes, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's it's hard. I oh God, I come to think of that, I can't really think of a progressive mm-hmm. slash liberal kind of Romanian church mm-hmm. ever that can think of. It, it's always uber conservative, even mm-hmm. though like you know they dress hipster and. Oh, right. You know, they says, drive Lexus's and uh-huh. Mercedes and have, you know, Gucci and Louis Vuitton handbags. It's super conservative. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, David, do you... Your reaction to all this is very interesting to me because obviously you... Uh, and I'll just say this for the listeners. We were at lunch earlier and so we've tread a little bit of this turf. But um, I, as you said earlier, like you were... And I guess you implied it even just now. But you were, you were out well before Robert. Yeah. And it sounds like, to an extent, maybe you were observing what was going on with Robert's coming to terms and also maybe learning kind of through his eyes what he was going through because you didn't really have that perspective. Yeah. Um, do you... I guess, for, do you believe in God, first off? Like, yeah. is that important to you? Do you? Yeah. Okay, cool. I do. Okay. Is your faith, like, a thing to you? Is that, like, an important thing to you? I mean, when I say faith, I mean tradition. Like I, I think
3: spirituality is really important okay. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do believe in it. Um, I think I have to, mm-hmm. um, for my own
1: sanity. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a point where you, because I don't know, and again, pardon my ignorance with, with your tradition, yeah. but, like, uh, in Judaism... Uh, is there as much of a of a stigma against being gay, or was that ever like a, a struggle? For, was you ever like wrestling with is God mad at me? No, no, never. That's amazing. Never.
3: Um, I grew up in a very different household, though. It, I grew up um, with my family. I think pretty much supporting whatever decision oh. that I made. Um, Were you Reformed or very reformed, okay. very yeah, very relaxed. You know, I, I had a bar mitzvah when I was a kid. I was I was terrible in Hebrew school and Sunday school. So <laughs> I, I want to see your bar mitzvah pictures. Oh <laughs> I was I was not a cute kid. But so I'm I'm dyslexic, oh. and. Hebrew reads from right to left, mm. and somehow that doesn't work when you're right. when you're dyslexic and you you're trying your to yeah, yeah. And so I was I was the worst in my entire mm. entire class there, and so the kids were not very nice to mm. me because I was like the mm. fat dyslexic <laughs> kid who couldn't read for the life mm. of him um, Hebrew. But uh, I, I digress. So. It was. Uh, it definitely it was. It was relaxed. It was laid back. It was. Um, yeah, I went to a really very reformed temple. Um, great rabbi.
1: Mm. Um, so there's no stigma of any negativity with There, your there wasn't.
3: It, the the hardest part was obviously coming out to my family. It was I. The first person who I told was my brother, who's two years older than me. And he, of course, said, I, I already knew that. Mm. And then he said, you really need to tell Granny. So I had this... My grandmother lived to 101. Wow! And wow. Grant, Grant, granny Addie. Mm. I want
1: to know her diet. I want to know what and, her <laughs> regimen was. See,
3: her diet was she ate more than my dad, my brother, or I could ever <laughs> eat. It, she so was, just she, all genes, huh? She was a little lady. And she would just... She would eat pizza like nobody's business. Mm. She would eat it all under the table. And my brother Mark said, you know, Granny knows too. You should probably talk to her about right. it. And I said, well, I, I can't talk to her about it. She's like 90 years old. What am mm. I going to say? So you, you'd be really surprised. And so she she asks about it. And it was Labor Day. And I had to go pick her up downtown Chicago and drive her out to the suburbs. And she was in the car with me. And it was just the two of us. And she put her hand on mine. I was... It was a manual car, so my hand was on the stick shift, and she put her hand on mine. She said, "David, honey, I just want to tell you that your children are always your children, and your grandchildren are always your grandchildren." Mm whether they're gay or they're lesbian or they're straight. And I didn't even know, like those words had never come out I of her mouth her before. This words. was a 90 year old one. I was like, what? what? Oh, okay. And I just looked at her and I'm like, that's really good to know. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I will, I will keep that in mind when it's, when it's time. It, it, but she was, she was great. And I didn't actually tell my parents, I didn't tell my mom till um, a little bit after that. Mm. It was, It was, I think months later. And, and, of course, you know, I told my mom, and for her it was it was the hardest. Oh, really? Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, because, A, it was years and years and years ago, and so there was not quite the acceptance as there is now. Mm. Um, and, B, I think that, in a lot of ways, she thought that she had done something to me to make me <laughs> Yeah, because That's like it was, a generational st- thing. It was, it? it was still that lack of understanding mm-hmm. of, of why. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, she mm-hmm. never had really candid conversations with me about it, but she had them with my brother that he told me later after mm. she passed away about twenty years ago. Oh. Uh twenty, twenty two years ago. And so we never had that final con- you know, conversations about it, but I know that she she loved me, I know that she accepted yeah. me. Um right. she accepted the person who I was who I was with at the time mm. um in her own way. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as she could. Yeah. So in, was it and, oh, sorry, go ahead. and my dad was fine he was just oblivious to he's like okay whatever mm-hmm. so th- I had no pushback and the one thing I've told Rob is is we're both lucky that my family and the people who are within our life from my side of the family are just really really open and yeah. embracing mm-hmm. and For sure. and very very kind to us and right. treat us as as a true couple yeah mm-hmm. good
1: couple mm-hmm. um, I'm something that popped in my head. Uh, and I, like, I'm not, uh, I'm not dismissing anything, I'm just curious as to what you guys, what both of you think, like, I I feel like from an ideal blank slate standpoint, like, why the fuck, without religion, without social pressures, without cultural assumptions, like, why the hell would you have any... Why would you be scared of telling people what you're sexually attracted? You know, or like even just talking about it if it's broad, not like broadcasting it in an uncomfortable way to other people. But like you know, with, without so you're saying, David, that you didn't have the religious pushback or the religious pressures that you, Robert, had. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just curious. Like, was it just social and cultural yeah. pushback, or is it like? And but isn't that also? Isn't that mindset? Isn't that pushback? That that resistance? Isn't that Born from like a, the Protestant values, like where else would that even come from? Where else would would a, a bias against someone who loves a person? You know, like like these are just so. Yeah, does that I, make any sense? Yeah, oh, it totally does. I think that there's there's also that fear of
3: of a not understanding why, and so you've got to have, you've got to make up reasons, like, I don't understand why this guy would like another guy, mm-hmm. or this woman would like another woman, that just doesn't make sense to mm-hmm. me in my life, you know, men and women should be together. Right. And so but doesn't just,
1: that assumption in itself come from Protestantism? Like, I'm just saying, like, I'm just trying to, to walk it backwards. Also,
3: I mean, even Judaism, I mean, if you like yeah. to, you know, Sure, yeah, it, the Judeo-Christian yeah, ethic, I guess. absolutely Yeah, uh, and And then I think it also, there's the fear within other people of, of then I need to question myself, which is mm. I think the bigger oh, the bigger yeah. fear is, mm-hmm. is you know, it's it's a, that does that mm-hmm. it's the self exploration. Yeah, like, I honestly
1: uh, just a quick interjection. Yeah. I feel like the more homophobic someone is, the less comfortable they are with For their themselves. own with yes. their own sexuality. Yeah. like the the people who are the most vehemently like, you know, this is a sin, this is evil. It's like, have you even? Have you even asked yourself these questions? You know, you're you're guarding something. Yeah, actually. I agree. But sorry to interrupt you. No.
3: But so I think for me, the biggest fear was was just acceptance within my family and disappointment. Is, mm. you, you don't want to be a disappointment. And I know for my mom, when I told her, she said that she was disappointed. And that was like your biggest oh, fear in the world is I don't want to disappoint you. But... It was, you know, I, I want you to live a happy life. I want you to have children. I want you to be safe. And I think it was it was, coming to terms with the reality of, of what that meant to her. And I, I spent many years in therapy over a lot of different things. But mm-hmm. one of the things that I brought up the, very early on was I was so mad at my mom for not saying, oh, my God, I love my gay child, and just hugging me and saying everything's Mm, fine. And what I was reminded of is that I was 23 when I finally came out to her, is that I really had 23 years to prepare myself and accept myself, and I was giving her five minutes to Mm, change her entire understanding of who her son was that she's Mm -hmm. known for 23 years. But now all of a sudden she knew this other person for 23 years it's always been me yeah well, but yeah, that's the
1: thing. it's always you're exactly what you were nothing yeah. nothing shifted
3: except for her i think expectation of how i was going to live my life suddenly changed mm-hmm. and oh, I see. and and then no longer was i going to marry a woman like she always thought mm-hmm. no longer was i going to have children because at that point it was very rare that a gay couple would have kids oh sure yeah. It, just, it suddenly changed her world and her viewpoint of, of who her son was going to become, and I just expected her to accept it right away So, mm,
1: hey. Yeah. So your your siblings and your grandmother were fully, I guess, dialed into this, but your mom, what was it, what do you think was, I don't mean to get too personal, if it's no, too can't. personal, let me know, but was it, Was it? do you think it was denial, like, was it in the back of her head, do you think, like, did she... Recognize that intuitively as much as they did, or yeah, was it? I think
3: I think she did re- recognize it, and I think she denied it. Yeah, and then because I think again it went back to her and feeling that she had done something wrong to me to make me that way, right, because yeah. there was that lack mm-hmm. of understanding of, of why people are truly gay. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's such a common it's she. Yeah, I think mantra. It was she thought she had and something right. environmentally had changed me or it hurt me. Uh, to become that person, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think now. Yeah, but, right, right. You know, yeah, twenty something years ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it changes quick, huh? Yeah, almost yeah. thirty years ago. I'm yeah, sure. right. Yeah, and it seems so logical to us now. Like, why would you? Yeah, you know, like I, you and I, Robert. I'm. You know, we're raised in, in similarly kind of conservative. Uh, uh tr- I keep using the word conservative negatively, and I don't want to because I have so many family members and, and friends from back home who are, who are conservative. But let's say traditional or uh, narrow. <laughs> I'm dancing around. No, because it'll
2: take out the badge of honor. It's so it's straight and narrow. No, it's. Um, I will just say traditional evangelical. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could say That's that. Good. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
1: but I feel like. Do you think? Is it just fear based? This. Like the yes. the kind of the very pointed apart from like you David were saying like the, the cultural and societal kind of norms. Do you think that in the eva- let's use the word evangelical world is it is it fear yes or is it is it a true belief? Like why would the woman not look you in the eyes when you pass her at the supermarket? Is it is it fear that like oh it's contagious or like this is if if God sees no. me talking to this you know uh, this individual who has closer. Dif- is that Closer. what it is? Like, yeah, God's watching, and I can't be. Seen? Part of
2: it is that. Part of it's like just kind of like side. I like. I don't approve mm. that kind of like thing. a judgy sort of thing. Judgy. Um, the the I think the heart of the issue there is fear, mm. and the fear that guess is taught to these people mm. that if you delineate from these rules that we've told you, mm. God will smite you and send you to hell.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God, uh, God will be mad at you. God
2: will be mad okay. at you. Okay. He will, you know, you're going to backslide. It's, you know, Pandora's box. You're going to go to hell. Right. All these things. Um, God forbid that that you ask questions about, mm. you know, certain biblical passages. God forbid that you question who God is. Mm. Um, yeah. God forbid that you do all this. You know, these ne- these normal questions that you come you experience as a human being um, to evolve your faith. Um, that's where it comes. And That's what what the problem with my mother is. You know, she's still not okay with with um, the gay, and you know, refuses to even admit that David isn't part of my life. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, it's rough.
1: That's rough, dude.
2: But she told me that Uh, she's afraid that uh, if she accepts me, then God will be mad at her. She told me that. She told me that, and that God will send her to hell. And as such,
1: Uh, she can't be part of it. Yeah. Do you do you have pity? For that mindset, like, I mean, it's your mother, so I'm sure that you love her. Yeah. Like, do you have, is it like, you, is it like ignorance versus hate? Like, I'm sure she's not being hateful. Do you think it's like an, I'm not trying to like lead you into an answer, but I'm just no. curious, like, yeah. where, where do you think she's coming from with that?
2: She's, she's coming from, well, the problem I, and I've, I've told David this, that it's who you surround yourself with. Um, mm. She's yeah. part of this mm-hmm. very niche, tiny evangelical community that. Tells her that if she does accept me, God will be mad at her. In addition to, if she accepts me, she will be ostracized from her community. Oh,
1: right. That's the more tangible kind of consequence, I guess. Um,
2: So, you know, the Romanian community in America is is big, but it's all spread out. And she goes to a very small church. And um, I think she's just afraid of being alone. Yeah. And... You know, I, I know, like I'm her son, but I think she thinks she's doing the right thing, right? And I, uh, you know, obviously, she's not open. She open to um, letting her guard down and asking the questions. She's very comfortable in her own little box mm. that she's formed for herself.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you gonna say something, David?
2: He, he has his he has opinions. <laughs> It makes my yeah. job easier if you guys stop <laughs> talking. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of opinions on that. Um, Please, there's yeah, but yeah.
3: To, to push there's the there's you're right there's the tangible and there's the intangible there's the yeah, I don't want God mad at me and, and then there's the but, community though. but then there's a the community but at the same time does does her community really need to know that she accepts her son and loves her son and Yes. And then but but why? I mean we don't even live there. Wow, and so yeah. so for wow. her to to be able to send a Christmas card and put both of our names on it and acknowledge that we're together. Which she didn't do. Which she didn't do <laughs> is or nobody in her community would know that. Right,
1: yeah. yeah. And you're be you're even defending her and saying that. You're saying like it's fine if you wanna keep your community yeah okay with your you know play by their rules but then no one's gonna know if you if you just send out a little bit of approval or love yeah yeah and
2: that's what we ask of her um you know kind of to tag along what david said earlier about you know you can't expect people to change in five minutes what took you you Mm -hmm. 23 years Mm -hmm. um you know we don't expect her to totally like fling open the open arms and you know like we're realistic, I think, in that sense. It's it's going to take a little time. But at the same time, just treat us with respect. Yeah. Like, right. I'm married. Mm. He exists. Right. He's with yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Don't um, have conversations with me and ask how I'm doing. Right. Don't invite me to Thanksgiving and not him. Oh, you know, happens. don't do things like that. Oh. Because I'm not going to stand for it. Yeah. And I'm going to politely say no. Mm. This is how mm-hmm. it's done. And this is not acceptable. Right. No. So
3: do, to go back exactly a year ago... Um, so when Rob and I moved to Minneapolis, his mom actually drove him cross-country with our two dogs in the car, and then stayed with me in the apartment I was renting. And
1: Rob's mom stayed with you. Yeah. Okay.
3: And with, with Rob as well. And, and it was for probably the third time we felt like we had crossed a hurdle. Because every time we've mm. crossed a hurdle or rounded the corner... She goes back over the other way. And so this was the first time that I actually thought, wow, this is actually, I think, making a a change in the way she views us. We were were married already. Mm -hmm. She did not come to our wedding, nor would she acknowledge our wedding, nor would she acknowledge getting the save the date card. Um, So Uh. there was no acknowledgement there. But for the first time, she actually drove Rob across the country to be with his husband and stayed with me in the apartment that we lived in, that we were staying in, right. in her own room for like four days. And when she left, she made one little snide remark, but I eventually let that go once Rob called her out on it. And when she left, she actually hugged me for the first time mm. and said, "Thank you for your
2: hospitality." And, and sent you a text thanking you for a wonderful time, thanking me for a
3: wonderful
1: that's, time. You know, that's, that's kind of that's funny. Funny. That's a nice. It sounds like a half step forward. It was. <laughs> it was, it was yeah
3: no. so that was in July okay. by November mm. I took a picture of the two of us on uh for Thanksgiving and sent her um sent her the picture of the two of us and said wishing you a happy thanksgiving uh we miss and love you
1: from me that's that's very very sweet and uh forgiving i don't know <laughs> like and and she didn't respond, yeah. And then she texted Rob a,
3: I think it was a, a biblical quote, or what did she send you? Something it was. It was she always sends you like she, she always sends like
2: little like cheesy gifts of like Bible verses. Okay. Yeah.
3: And Rob said, "Are you going to respond to David?" And she basically said, "No." And then. I texted her mm. in my best Romanian, and I truly translated this into Romanian. So <laughs> there was so there was no there was no confusion of uh-huh. what I was saying. Nothing that, lost in translation. No, that said, I find it um, I find it very hurtful that I would send you a picture mm. of the two of us on Thanksgiving, wishing you um, a happy day, and that you wouldn't respond at all the one thing I asked for from you is that you respect me. Didn't respond. And so Rob eventually texted his mom and said, are you going to respond to David? And she said, I wrote him a letter. This is the infamous letter.
2: And I'm like, a letter? Like a physical letter? He's
3: like, <laughs> by mail? And she said yes. And so Rob told me that there was going to be a letter coming to me from his mother. And... I know myself very, very, very well, and I know that I can get very, I get spiteful and get angry, Uh and I can't turn it off. Uh And so I told him that he needed to intersect the letter and read it. And if there was something that would upset me in it, that I don't care how much I ask you to mm-hmm. then let me read it. Do not let me you read it. You have been it. in therapy, haven't you? <laughs> because. Takes me to know it. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I'm like, if I read it, I will never, right. we will never move past that because right. I will never get that out of my head. So uh-huh. if there's anything nasty in it.
1: Right. Just don't expose me. Yep. Don't trigger me. Yep. Don't, yeah.
3: don't let me read it. Just, you know, take it followed away whatever you need to do and so a couple days later I come home we were dieting because we're, we're always on a diet and I walk into the house I'm like what are you making and there's like this <laughs> big vat of like cheese sauce and like pasta's going in there and bacon. <laughs> I eat my
2: feelings
3: <laughs> all this comfort food and I'm like what are you making because this is stuff we would not be eating and I'm like what's wrong and he's uh... like the letter came, and I'm like, "From what you're making right now, I'm guessing that, that it, was <laughs> it was not. It was not good." <laughs> and so I looked at him. I said, "Don't let me read it. Do not let me read it.
1: Uh-huh. I can't read this letter." I'm about letter. to ask you to let me read it in five seconds, but don't let me. <laughs> yeah, no let it matter out. what I That's do, a let me...
3: And so, sorry, I had never read it. You still haven't. I know. No. Wow. No, I, I don't even know if that it still out. exists anymore. Um, don't say. I it, right? I do know. I do know the gist of it, which was that I. I did tell him the gist of it. Mm. I, I destroyed his life and, and took him to a place where he doesn't need to go, like, physically and emotionally, like Minneapolis, but emotionally that he doesn't, he shouldn't be with a man. Mm. He, he And that you were
1: responsible for irresponsible him. I'm responsible because Turning. One, <laughs> like, one
3: day he's going to wake up and realize that he is straight and he'll be with a woman and I've destroyed his life and I have pulled him away from her. And the thing that... I. I've, Anything that bothers me the most out of that was the thought that I I lost my mom at an early age, mm. and and I've told him and I've told her time and time again that that what's most important to me is that Rob has his mom, she's alive, and mm. that they can have a relationship, and that has always
1: been really important yeah. to me. Yeah, because and you're showing her a lot of respect. You're reaching out, texting or whatever. I, like, and,
3: and and it's important to me. And her pushback was that I just want them not to have a relationship whatsoever. Fuck. And that, I think that's that's the most painful thing of the whole thing that that not only have I turned him gay and I am mm-hmm. truly in her eyes the devil mm-hmm. but that I would turn him against her. Which is I have been so supportive of her and their relationship. Right, right. And and now I'm I'm done. Now now I'm just done. Yeah. Full care. Just yeah. Absolutely done. And if they don't have a relationship, I'm fine with that because there's there's no respect to either one of us, but especially me.
2: Yeah. we You know, we always leave the door cracked open for her uh-huh. and we tell her time and time again because we reiterate
0: right.
2: every single time, this is not okay, how mm-hmm. you're treating us. Right. However, we want to have a relationship with you. Um, you just have to, you know show some respect yeah right. you know
1: Yeah, you don't even have to say you approve just
3: respect yeah just respect see, see no Rob, Rob's being nicer because his crack his crack door is still open my door is closed mm. I, and it would take it'll take a lot of kicking it down to get it back mm. open
2: again I just I you know I'm just the, uh, you know of the belief that you try to win halfway mm. you can't do the work for them right because they if they don't have an open heart an open mind you can't do anything
0: yeah.
2: it's just talking to a brick wall yeah so you meet him halfway, but the door is open for her um, if she ever she wants to be part of our lives. Um, she, you know, unfortunately has formed the opinion that I'm unhappy mm. in, in this new life that I have, mm. and mm. that um, David's not nice to me in this marriage, and that, mm. and, and unfortunately she's telling people this,
0: mm. other
2: people in her community, mm. and... It, it really, really bothered me. So, in my response, I actually wrote a letter back to her. Oh. Um, Used
1: her medium. <laughs>
2: exactly. The handwritten letter. That's like, kind of like what I said in, as an intro to the letter. I'm like, you know... Right. The apples isn't far, far from the tree. Right. I can write a letter back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't a very um, hateful letter or angry letter. It was more like, here, this is what it is. Right. This is what's okay. Right. This is what's not okay. Right. And... Um, yeah, I pretty outlined, pretty much outlined that you know this is what line by line, this is what you did, this is why it's not yeah. okay. Uh-huh. And then at the very end, I said, "We we love you, we want you to be part of our lives, um, but you can't disrespect us anymore. Like I won't stand for disrespect." Yeah. Um, so yeah, and yeah. she told me that was my opinion. No, mm. was that was over a year ago. Yeah, and then nothing's changed since. Mm.
3: And I think the other thing that she does is when Rob has told her that there there are people in our lives that embrace us and accept us, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) almost all the people in our lives embrace us and accept us, except for the people on his side of the family, Um, his mom's response is they're all lying.
2: She won't believe it. Wow. It's like they're just being fake to you. To you, yeah.
3: <laughs> they don't. They, they don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Nobody really, really accepts you. Mm-hmm. I mean, my father actually walked both of us down the aisle mm-hmm. for our wedding, and he did because he loved us both, and he he respected us getting married, and yeah. respects us as a couple, and and that's why he did it. Is and there's no faking that, right? And, yeah. and the people who were there supporting us at our wedding, we, it, it was, they were all there because they love us and they support us. There was, was lots of love. You yeah. felt it. Um, mm. And unfortunately, from Rob's side of the family, there was nobody there from his biological family. From his chosen family, his entire world was there, which are all the people who love and support us, who came out to Chicago from Phoenix to be part of our our, our day well and and that that is our that, that's you know in a lot of ways our chosen family on that
1: side mm, is yeah because
3: yeah. that's that's what we have mm,
1: yeah i didn't honestly i swear to god i did not intend this <laughs> discussion to just be about sexuality but i feel like there's a, there's a lot of important things to be talked about here um so I'm, i'll pursue that thread a little bit more if that's okay with you that's guys fine, we yeah. can, or we can talk more about religion or whatever but i'm curious um from what I've gleaned, uh, it sounds like I'm pretty confident, Robert, that um, that David is the first person that you were in a, an open relationship, with, or not open, but like, but openly. <laughs> openly <laughs> I'm sorry, I worded that fully wrong. The, I know no, what okay, you mean. <laughs> open openly, that you were yeah. openly in a yes. relationship with. Is that is that true? Uh yeah,
2: yeah, it was. Um, and I did.
1: Or maybe I should say first. You, did you ever? Did you ever? I'm oh, doing air quotes. Date women? You said you always. Knew I, you did. Were gay. I did, did. Was that for show? Was that um, you know you're supposed I to? was that praying the gay way or what was? It?
2: Kind of. It was you know. Um, I did a couple of girls and they were great girls mm-hmm. except for one that was a little psycho. Um, but it was okay. This is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I'll turn around. Mm. Like like the straight guys say. Right. Once you Check once you that. try it. Maybe you know it'll change you.
1: Once you taste that puss? Exactly, which is actually
2: really gross. <laughs> I don't want to taste no none of that. Yeah, it's a really gross thing to me. Um, I'm gay, so <laughs> exactly. But that's the sentiment, and. Oh you know, I dated girls, but... I think
3: that's my favorite moment.
2: <laughs> that's
1: going to be the audio clip. Through exactly. You <laughs> I always take it too far. Oh, I can't no. even say that word. I find it so <laughs> gross.
2: <laughs> I throw that word out loud. You do. <laughs> you do. Yeah. yeah. yeah sorry. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've tried dating girls, um, and I liked them as people, but mm-hmm. I was never sexually attracted to them. Right. Um, and it's kind of like, you know... Same thing with, um, you know, on a little side note, like just straight guys could recognize another good looking guy, mm-hmm. but they're not sexually attracted. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, you know, I liked the person. I thought they were pretty, but I was like, you know, I can't. And um, okay. I dated a few guys in hiding while I was still in the closet. Okay. Um, but it was, nothing could ever come of it.
1: You dated, like, like you, you, you considered each other in a relationship, or like you were just kind of seeing each other. We were kind of
2: seeing each other, like just right. Yeah, nothing, nothing serious. But like went on dates and met yeah. a few guys. Um, but nothing really came of it because obviously I was not out, and I just don't think it was meant to be. Mm. You know, I, I think it was, um, the story that, you know, of our lives that we've written. I think it was the way it was supposed to be. Mm. Um. So, yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful story
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> so in it sounds like in the eyes of your maybe your your previous church community and maybe some members of your family, they think that David like corrupted you or like like sucked you into the abyss of hell because that's the first time that they publicly could recognize that you were. Attracted yeah. to what you were attracted to. That's a good
2: point. Yeah, it could be. It could be. I mean, um, they. I've always. I've, I've been friends with David before we started dating because mm. we met at at um, work, and so some of my family has already met him. Mm-hmm.
1: And I want to hear more about this. Like, you guys have a really, <laughs> a really interesting. Uh, you were telling me a little bit earlier about your. We don't have to talk about the. the
2: <laughs> no, way. we Since can if way. you want to.
1: It's, I think it's funny to me personally. Uh, it's it's my favorite story.
2: <laughs> it is. No, you are better at it telling it than I am. <laughs> but um, like, previous to that, um, like you've met some of my family, my cousins, and they, they were they loved me. They love you, and they were fine until they found out that we're both gay. And so was,
1: wait, were they okay? Because you're you were fully out. right? you're did they know that you were gay, but they didn't know Robert was gay, or? When, when they met me, they just—I mean, it didn't even come up. It, nah, it, it never came, up, came yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, it, and
2: he's not like a flamboyant character. Right. He's well,
1: just—they
3: can't see me. I really. Wait, wait, wait! You guys the, are gay. Yeah, then, the pink tiara and the uh, yeah—you can't see yeah, that. <laughs> um, His—I remember his his cousin D. The three of us spent a lot of time together when she was visiting, and I thought she was the coolest person in this world. I was like. She is the one, but she will accept us. You will, she will be fine with us. This is when we were just kind of trying to figure out, okay, we're, we're friends,
1: um, mm-hmm. but there's probably a little bit more there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sorry, we, I just want to clarify, just so I'm, I'm tracking with you guys. Yeah. So, when you guys for, you were working together... At, well, we won't say the name. We might have said it earlier. I'm going to have to I don't, that think, out. I don't know if we did. I don't think we should say the name. But, but it's just a big corporate. But, yeah, at a, at a big corporate place, you guys were working together. Yeah. Um, so, when you first started... Uh, interacting with each other, I mean, Robert, you weren't out yet. No, I was. And so, I, and so David, yeah. when you, obviously, oh, because you said earlier really that you were like hanging out with him and going to church and things like that, like which sounds like a pretty big romantic investment, I think. So, like, I guess you were you out to David, or yeah. David? Did you? I mean, did you so, know immediately? <laughs> like, Can you I know t- you more tell a story, details honey. here? You
2: tell a story.
3: Oh, there are so many. There's words. so much. It's better build up to, to you your first kiss. So. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. going to be juicy. So, we kept on meeting in the bathroom. Let's just throw it out there. <laughs> Unintentionally, mm-hmm. in the most truly innocent way possible, mm-hmm. is our bladders were Blast. lined up at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we worked on the same floor, on the different side of the floor. We didn't know who each other were. Mm-hmm. was. And inevitably, either he would be in there and I would walk in, or I would be in there and he would walk in. And it just, it was embarrassing.
1: <laughs> it was very awkward. You know right? I, I didn't the same person.
3: I didn't know if he was straight, if he was gay, who he was, okay, but okay. you just don't want to be that person who right. walks up to somebody else at a urinal and be like, hey, look, Funny it's, it's the here. third day in a row. <laughs> yeah. And so after like the third day in a row, I looked at him and I said, oh, it looks like that we're on the same schedule, huh? And I <laughs> gave a nervous <laughs> giggle and I ran out. Yeah. And then, of course, needless to say, it happens again. And then at one point, Rob stayed in the bathroom a little bit longer after he was done and was washing his hands and kept on washing his hands. I was trying to be thorough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very thorough and cleanly. And I'm thinking to myself, he's got really dirty hands. He's still (laughs) still washing them. And, and, And so then I finished up and I went to the sink and he just, he's like, hi, what do you do here? And so I told him what I did and um we just started chatting and he was he was very nice and i honestly had no idea what what his scene was i didn't know if he was gay mm-hmm. i didn't know anything and i remember asking um two of the women who i work with we went out for drinks like that night or like a couple nights later and Is that hey? Would a straight guy ever talk to another dude in a bathroom? (laughs) Just like out of the blue, you know? I just kept, I I keep running into this guy, and he's nice, and I I just, I don't know what his deal is. Uh uh And they're like, Yeah, no, he's not he's not straight. I'm like, Are you sure? I'm like I, I just I don't get a vibe right. and I'm never wrong. Like I'm one of those people my okay. getar my is get like, on point. Mm-hmm. I was bunching it up. I'm never there's <laughs> there nothing butch about him. But <laughs> I, I just I just couldn't get I you couldn't pretty I, <laughs> I couldn't get a read on him for the life of me. And so eventually we were supposed to go hiking and we were gonna go hiking and then uh, we were gonna go to the brunch and then go hiking. We end up going to brunch. And we just started talking, 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 and talking. And then I couldn't figure out, he talked a lot about his mom, he talked a lot about his religion, and it was a really good dialogue, but I really honestly couldn't figure out what his his deal was. And so at some point I finally looked at him and said, so do you do date? And he said, yeah, I date. And I said, so, you know, what's your type? Because I'm like, ah. That's a good. That was a sneaky question. That's a good sneaky little question. What's your type? What do you look for? And Uh, he he described somebody like me. So I was like, I got it. I
1: understand. (laughs) And so just to track for our listeners. So you weren't out, but you described to David. Exactly what he looked like.
2: Yeah. Me. What what he looked like. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Um, I wasn't out, like, publicly. But, you know, I was... You
1: knew. Yeah, you were comfortable I, knew, yeah.
2: this, no, he I was, guess.
3: he was, he was, he was, he was, you were active. I was he, active. He, he, was, he, was, he was an active, he was an active closeted gay man. Mm-hmm. Put it like As a, every closeted gay You guys got your vocabulary mans. on point. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah
3: um... And so it was interesting is I remember saying to him, I said, Well, oh, it's too bad my, my world is so complicated right now, I said, I'd date you in a heartbeat if you know I was wow. But but we were both in very, very complicated parts of our lives at mm-hmm. that point. So we we li- became friends. Friends who sometimes knit out. Yeah. In the hallway. Oh. Stairwells. Stairwell. <laughs> that <laughs> work. Um, oh. Yeah. Hot and uh, heavy well that adds a little (laughs) it does it does yeah and uh yeah at work but (laughs) we so we were friends who made out of the the, uh stairwells at work but we were we were truly more more than anything
1: else we were were friends
3: and we had a lot that we had to sort through in our own lives
1: were you I'm sorry were you guys being physical before you started like coming to church and all that stuff were you involved I don't
2: I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. Oh,
1: so you had the emotional kind of baseline before anything got physical. Yes, at all? that's okay. Yeah,
2: because yeah. Um, wow. we we had the attraction, of course, but it really did start off as a friendship because he was coming out from a you know terrible relationship, and I was mm. um, trying to figure out myself and my sexuality, um, and so we opened our worlds to each other, mm. and because we did that, we helped each other mm-hmm. um, through the like difficult times. And we got to know each other and mm-hmm. challenge each other yeah. in different ways. Oh
3: wow! Um, we we absolutely. We, we, it took a long time to say, "Okay, this is my boyfriend. Or, this yeah. is this is this is so who I'm dating." Because we were we were really truly friends for just such a long time. We had a really for some reason our paths were very parallel to each other. Mm. That we were both going through, Rob was dealing with you know, his, his spirituality and religion and, and coming out and, and accepting himself, and I was coming off of a really, really hard end to a um, long-term relationship, but somehow that journey that we were both taking was parallel, mm. that we were both going through a lot of the same things mm. at the same time. Wow, yeah. Which is so interesting that, that the completely different circumstance could right. be so parallel wow. to each other. Yeah. And one of the things that our when we were writing our story for our um, for our wedding ceremony was that there was never a start date of our of our actual relationship mm. together as a couple because we just so organically came together as a couple. Mm. We don't
2: have like a first date that we can wow. think of. yeah. It's oh, It's,
3: it's, our, it's our, our two journeys just blended together instead of two separate mm. journeys that we were helping each other yeah. on became one journey that yeah. we were taking together. That is organic. Isn't that man? we were, yeah, we were helping great, yeah. each other on. And I think that was... That was the, the best part of our relationship was just this slow transition from, from being just like friends who were supporting each other to being partners who loved mm. each other and yeah. supported each other. And well. it was actually the the turning point because we do have a turning point was my my best friend matt was marrying his um partner rick here in minneapolis mm-hmm. and i invited rob to come to the wedding as my boyfriend and mm-hmm. that was that was huge yeah. for me yeah um, cause in any
1: relationship, inviting a significant other to a wedding to, is always... To weddings. It's a weird thing in was, American culture. It's it like,
3: going to be the first time we were traveling together. Yeah, I mean, right. Was, it's an investment. Yeah. yeah. He was meeting my oldest friend who had only known me with mm-hmm. my ex. And He's so meeting just, like your
1: inner circle too, I'm yeah, sure.
3: Yeah. And, and that was it. That was really the transition. And I think coming out of that wedding weekend, we're like, wow, this is something
2: real. Mm. This is this is we we've made the right choices. It was a big deal for me too because it was the first time that I had a public boyfriend. I wasn't meeting like, you know, Mm -hmm. on the side. It was, you know, we're together, we're meeting people Mm -hmm. together, Mm -hmm. we're traveling together Mm -hmm. and we traveled very well, which we kind of half joke that is a good test of relationship (laughs) if you travel well. (laughs) That's real though. Yeah. And we it was just a smooth smooth plane ride and you know the whole like experience was great, and yeah,
3: the, the plane ride was was very smooth. Remember, <laughs> there was no turbulence in that <laughs> life, <right>? yeah, literally. <laughs> that was a great pilot. Yeah,
1: yeah. That pilot contributed so much yeah, to yeah. our relationship.
2: That plane ride, boy,
1: it was also mm. a metaphor. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I just I hope. Honestly, as Robert said that, it was just a smooth print. Like, there was a twinkle in your eye, and you're just, like, looking at Dave and Dave, just, like, oh, yeah, there's no turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> like, Robert was, like, looking for a little validation. And was, like, oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: they don't call it turbulence anymore, anyway. They call it rough air. Oh, right. we We're getting some
1: rough... A ra- r- patch of rough air. Oh, yeah. It's just a patch. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They,
3: they don't, it's not turbulence anymore. That's... I think that's, <laughs> yeah. it, that's on the... I it's I politically say. incorrect to call yeah. it
1: turbulence. Yeah. It's not rough air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sweetest story, you guys. Yeah, for real. Thank you. Cool. That's nice. Shit, where to go next? So that's that's, that's that is the, the the story of
3: us. That's nice.
1: And that's, that's 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 the story that you guys told at your wedding, I guess, to some. Yeah, degree or, or
3: we. Or... I think we left the the, the bathroom part out. <laughs> Did we, or is that in there? Really? Maybe in there. It, it's. I mean, it's it's such a funny part of the story. It is funny, right?
2: It, I think the wedding itself was real interesting because we blended both cultures yeah. together. Oh. So, um, because it was okay. not a Christian wedding. It was not a Jewish wedding. Mm. It was an interfaith.
3: It was. So his his pastor came from um, Phoenix and married us oh, in my brother's backyard under a hoopah in Whoa. the Jewish tradition. And so it was it was truly the blending awesome. of our religion. It was really yeah. Yeah, super cuz cool. we were
2: like talking about the wedding and you know what do we do? We're not going to have a 2-hour service with thrones. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> I did <laughs> upset about I didn't know, know, know the
3: thrones was was an option <laughs> <laughs> that, that <whatever. laughs>
2: So we're like, well, what do we, you know, what He's does like, it? He's like, I want those fucking throne. When we <laughs> renew <were> <laughs> our vows. we're getting thrones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our tenure, I want, to say, I want a fucking throne. <laughs> that's, that's so you can walk as, in and say, I have arrived. Yeah. <laughs> I have arrived. I say that every time I walk. You got a thing. scepter. I, walk, <laughs> just, like, I say right. that every time I
3: walk in another room, let's, let's be
0: honest. Uh-huh. I have
2: arrived. But we were talking about, like, what, how do we deal with this? Because we don't want to offend the, um, the Jewish part of the family. We don't want to offend the Christian part. But then again, it's this whole Judeo-Christian connection. Right, right, So yeah. what do we do? Mm. And um, we thought it would be really nice. I don't know how we thought about it. But it would be nice to talk about the story of Ruth. Mm. So in the Old Testament, the story of yeah. Ruth, where um, she marries Boaz. Mm-hmm. Ruth, who was not Jewish, who was a Moabitess, a pagan, marries um, this good, wealthy, um, well-to-do, respectable Jewish man that owns his own business, blah, blah, blah. And um, that whole verse of, you know... Where you go, I will go. Your God is my God. Yeah, oh, no, that's a nice verse. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it was a beautiful way to go, um, tie in the the sentiment, and plus, his mother's name was Ruth. So yeah yeah.
1: Oh, I just got goosebumps. Yeah. That was
3: oh. So it was that was pretty special. Yeah, that's it, so
1: special. It was a very special day.
3: Wow. And I think having it was really really important to both of us to have somebody. Mary, the two of us who actually knew us mm-hmm. as a couple. Yeah. And there was not a better choice than um, than Becca. I yeah. mean from, from his church. She she knew us. I, I spent enough time I was very very welcomed at that church mm. and even I was you know his boyfriend I was gay I was Jewish Right. Yet I was welcome with open arms as much as rob was from the very moment and so i I went to a lot of services with them, yeah. and so they i got to know them really yeah. really well the entire congregation and and so having her marry us i think was really important to both of us and the fact that she did it and came all the way out to chicago to do it and people from his church came uh, like I said, wendy and crystal were his uh, matrons of honor and it was it was truly the blending of our lives and the blending wow. of our religions, and that's that's, in showing that we have between the two of us a single faith, which is really cool. Mm, oh
1: wow, that's a good way to put it. Which so, is
2: which is love,
1: yeah. Because God is love. Oh man, tying it back. Yeah, that leads me to asking you. So there's the obvious, um, the obvious maybe friction within. Um, each of your, you know, within the Judeo-Christian ethic um, of, you know, of, of being gay, of loving a, a thing or a person, you're, you're not supposed, you know, it's like this abstract, weird um, parameters. Um, so, but then there's also, which maybe even today, I don't, I don't know which one is more prevalent, but like there's also the friction of... Um, accepting of of inclusivism on a spiritual level. There's the friction of inclusivism sexually, and then there's the the friction of inclusion of inclusivism uh, faith wise. You know, like obviously, I'm I'm not as well versed in, in Judaism as in, in Christianity. I was I was saturated with Christianity, you know, all my whole life. But like I know in Christianity, traditionally, at least in my tradition, it was you know you're you're in or you're out you're Christian or you're not, even your denomination mm-hmm. can get you in or out of hell or oh, yeah. heaven. And so I'm just curious to hear from both you guys about, um, where the inclusivism faith wise comes from, like even outside of your sexuality and things like that. Like say, how, how do you respond to, or how did you come to terms with accepting that God doesn't, cause you both have stated you believe in God, that God doesn't uh, care or, or that there is some leeway between faiths, I guess. If I worded that at all uh, cohesively. I never...
3: It's weird. I never questioned whether God would love or accept me, whether I was straight or gay. They uh-huh. never, ever, ever made a difference to me.
1: What about faith-wise, though? Like, does, does the Jewish God, let's say, does yeah. Yahweh care if you're... Christian or Hindu or Muslim, you know, or or non-religious?
3: In my beliefs, no. It it doesn't matter. Yeah, In your tradition, though?
1: I I had
3: a long conversation with my rabbi um, after we were married, and he was very excited to tell me about the rabbi who um, is here in Minneapolis, who is a lesbian, who is, you know, heading up the entire temple. And so Mm. I just automatically have always assumed that, it, it was accepted, mm-hmm. and, and I never gave it any other thought that it wouldn't be. Um, it was never anything that was ever brought up in my upbringing as a, as a Jew that if you're, you're gay or lesbian or LGBT, whatever, that you wouldn't be accepted. It, just, mm-hmm. it was never within that. It was, it was less, like I said earlier, it was less about religion and more about social... Right Socially right, right, right. accepted okay. Rather okay. than based on religion mm-hmm. So It was never It was never a question
1: okay. In Reformed Judaism Is there any sort of a Weight put into Like the idea of the afterlife Or like Like Checking a certain box Or saying a, In Christianity we say Like saying the the What is it Like the salvation prayer or, Yeah Is there any emphasis put on This is what gets you into A good afterlife Is there any emphasis On the afterlife at all Is it like Are you in or are you out I just always assumed I was in. Yeah, <laughs> I, sounds nice. I, I wish I, 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 wish, I wish I thought like that way as a kid.
3: You know, I think in. I remember when my mom was 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 dying. Um, I we went to lunch with our rabbi, uh, who was across the street from the hospital. And I asked him what happens to us once we die. Mm-hmm. What what do we believe as Jews? Yeah, okay. And he said that our souls come together as one.
1: Oh. wow. And, it's very Buddhist
2: almost. And that's yeah, it's interesting. Um the little I know that I've I've heard, you know, people of the Jewish faith, you know, talking um that I think evangelicals would be very surprised to learn that Judaism is is more holistic and open mm. than they may think it is. Mm. Um, you know, they talk about the holy the holy scriptures of um the Hebrew writings as a facet of jewel that every time you turn it you see a new side mm,
1: right yeah um
2: and they they don't put emphasis on where you go after you die right yeah um they want to focus more on the here and now mm, mm-hmm, like david mm-hmm. was saying the social and um the current events in your life now um so it looks very different than what evangelicals might think yeah right and and right. You know, then what do we say about Jesus uh-huh. and his teachings, yeah. and where Christianity has devolved? If I could use that. Yeah, phrase.
1: sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like so many evangelicals view, at least in, from from my background, view Christianity as like Judaism 2.0. It's like, yeah, they had the right idea over there with the Old <laughs> Testament, but like we got this, we got this, like you know, uh, this. God incarnated as man. It's like it's your Old Testament God, but now he's a man. He's got all the secrets. He's going to let us know about everything. Like you guys had the right idea over there, but you know, we we Gentiles, we figured it out.
2: Yeah, somehow the so. wasps are the mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> the, yep. mm-hmm. the correct, you know, right, you know, interpretation and right. people and yeah, it's really interesting and yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think my my faith is, is evolving, and of course, I don't believe everything that I was taught right. as, as as a child in mm-hmm. Sunday school you're taught certain things and, yeah and now it's your responsibility as an adult to yourself number one mm-hmm. to find always be in search for the truth and find mm-hmm. um, what you know what is what is true what is right um, mm-hmm. what is just and mm-hmm. um, when we look at how the modern day evangelicals oppress people and mm. the way how they speak to the other um, you can't have a blind eye and turn away you have to really address it and say is it something I can stand for and if yeah, not right. you know, yeah. what does it say about the God that I believe in mm.
1: yeah right Yeah, does it sit right with me does it make any yeah. logical sense at all
2: and most people don't want to think mm-hmm. that, that's the harsh truth and that's what we were talking about like last mm. time Um, most people want an easy answer they don't want to think for themselves Mm -hmm. Um, they don't want to question anything they just want to live in this little box and bubble they've grew up and created for themselves Mm -hmm. Um, and not um, look beyond that I think it was I think it was Rob Bell that said in his book um, the Bible isn't black and white it's color Mm. and it's I, I found that passage very profound because it really is color it's you know there there's so much more we can't put god in our little box yeah mm-hmm. we have to be open to um god in different ways in different forms and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um how people experience him and um going back to the nature of god um which is love mm-hmm.
1: yeah do you, to kind of tie it all back i guess and we're probably getting pretty close to being able to wind it up if y'all want um This is kind of a silly question, but does your family, does your mom, (laughs) I think I know the answer, have a a bigger problem with David being a man or being Jewish?
2: (laughs) Um, I think it's... Oh, we know the answer to that. (laughs) being, (laughs) Being a man. Yeah. Okay. Um... She appreciates me as a Jew, in all honesty. She did. She, remember that one time she brought her little Ten Commandments out? <laughs> she brought her oh, Ten Commandments no. out.
3: They were all in Hebrew. We were, she, were having
2: dinner at her place for, like, this is a while back, uh-huh. when she was being nice to us. Uh, she invited us for dinner, and so we were sitting on the couch.
3: <laughs> and she 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 goes out to the garage, and she comes back in <laughs> with this gigantic frame Ten Commandments.
2: It was, um, just to give a back note, it was, we got it in Egypt... On our trip, Mm -hmm. uh, me and my mom went with a church group to the Holy Lands Mm -hmm. and is papyrus painted in Hebrew so it was all in that Hebrew cool, but it was a it's tablet so you could tell it's the Ten Commandments mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so she asked me to look
3: at it and make sure that it actually said the Ten Commandments because <laughs> it was in Hebrew and not something <laughs> to
2: validate it. yeah like, not something not completely... like noth- nothing cursed or like evil <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> it's like Antiques Roadshow like you find a real yeah. Jew and ask them is this yeah. <laughs> is this valid and, of course, and
3: I, so I looked at Rob and I'm like I have no fucking idea so, <laughs> yeah. so she went out of the room but of course thank God for uh, Google. Google so I did a Google image search of Ten Commandments in Hebrew. And, and, and I compared it, and I'm like, okay, it's the real thing. It actually says what it's supposed to. And, then, and uh, she was thrilled to know it was real. But that was also when um, she was, remember she made us listen to that entire church sermon? Oh, God. On, because she wanted us to hear at the end of the two-hour sermon that he was saying how blessed the the Jewish people and the people of Israel are, and they're going to end up with with all the money. This and, is
2: the dichotomy. She okay. loves, she reveres the, like the Jewish people. Interesting.
1: So she loves that you're Jewish. Yeah. She hates that you're a man. Yes.
2: Yeah. Wow. She thinks that Jews are blessed that they're you know going to we have have their temple again in Israel and like the, she's, she's
3: she's told me she looked at me she said you know you're you're very blessed that you're you're Jewish I mean she wow to my face no shit yeah.
2: yeah. Unless because
3: you're Jewish, but you're <laughs> cursed in the devil because you're a man, a you're, man.
2: <laughs> you're
3: betting my son. <laughs>
2: betting my son. She's she's very peculiar. Like she'll I show her face from the wedding, um, and she's like, "Oh you had champagne." Oh, it's not a Christian wedding. What the? <laughs> I'm like, never mind that we're two men getting married. Yeah. Right. Then I flip to the picture of Becca getting you know marrying us. She's like oh, she's a woman. This is not a Christian wedding. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I just laugh. I'm like, really, this is what you yeah. pick at. <laughs> there's so much like, so much duality. Like there's so much, there's like so much inner conflict there. I yeah. don't envy that, that mind to be, I mean, I'm not trying to. to
2: no, like, but else. once you, once you come to realization, you know, it's, it's kind of like the words, I think it was Paul that said, when you're a child, you think as a child and mm-hmm. you're an adult, yep. you think as an adult. Mm-hmm. And that, 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 I think that's a broader, um, example, you know, it's, mm-hmm. As, as, a, as a human being, you raise your consciousness, mm. and you learn, and you you move forward. Right. And yeah, so yeah, people yeah. stay at that infantile uh-huh. stage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they can't get out of it yeah, because mm-hmm. they they don't want to move forward. Okay. Or they're, they're, they're too much in fear. Yeah.
1: So here's... if you, Do you guys still have a little bit of time? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, that brings up an interesting question that I've been kind of mulling over is... so. I feel like, and you guys can probably relate to this to some extent, I feel like um, compared to at least where I came from, or let's just say compared to my parents, I am very much more progressive than they, but but compared to their parents, and this may or may not be true for you guys, but like they were more forward-thinking. Mm-hmm. And so where do you think, where, uh, I'm not going to say your your kids, like I don't know if you guys, you know, even, but like let's say the next generation, like where's, where does, how are we going to look old school to the next generation or to a couple generations later like you know what I mean like how are we missing the mark Uh, you know it's really interesting by even having an hour long conversation about being gay is that like you know is that like close minded because it's a thing to us you know it's it's funny that you you mentioned that because I have a
3: 14 year old and a 16 year old niece and I had our 16 year old niece school me on
2: non-binary
3: non-binary because Mm. it's 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 something that our generation doesn't know as much about, right? So, but you know, she she taught me about you know being being respectful to people, and if they want to be called a they, they're a they. A they. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, you know, come from the school of, of vocabulary where they means a plural, right, right, Plural right. group yeah. of people. Mm-hmm. And how do you how do you call that one person a they? But, right. 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 Um, I learned a lot. It's, it's just about. a neutral pronoun
1: now. It's, yeah. it's yeah. evolving. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And all these all these. Options that people have of of who they can be, mm-hmm. if that's even. Do you think they're choosing correct. an
1: option, or are they just I, uh, finding a word for what they are?
3: Finding a word for what they. Yeah. are. I was going to say, I realized <laughs> as I said that that probably wasn't the most politically correct way to say it. But say it shows I'm still You're old, so, so fucking so conservative. Old, so. <laughs> but I think I think that's exactly what it is. Is I think they'll be looking at our generation, being you know, as the generation mm-hmm. who had to learn mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. All these other right. areas that people's sexuality mm-hmm. falls into yeah. that we just didn't understand then,
1: but mm-hmm. we understand right. now. Yeah. yeah. So is there is there room for for tolerance and and for forgiveness for the older generation? And I'm even maybe asking this once podcast we're talking this once podcasting becomes a thing. Obviously, <laughs> it will, and people listen back to this. Like you know, fifty years in the future, will we have like laid? The groundwork for them, and they can can they forgive us for being so closed minded just because we we moved things forward from where our parents were at? Like, is that a valid way to approach it, or, or are we just closed minded?
3: I I don't think it's closed minded as much as I just need to, I need to learn. I, need, I needed to learn, Not yeah, because I, mean, I, I, yeah. I accept everybody for everybody, yeah. and and that there's. No difference to me if somebody's if somebody's a they or they're non-binary or they're trying to figure out uh, who they are right. and, and the I'm, Q
1: and LGBTQ. Yeah, I'm, but, but I'm, that's the thing. I think you kind I'm of hinted at it. Is great with it.
2: It's it's the posture you take. Mm. Like okay, yeah, I don't right. get it, but let me be respectful mm-hmm. and like let mm-hmm. me try to hear you. Edu- educate me and her, me. educate right, myself, yeah. mm-hmm. and because and, I'm open to it. I'm, right. You know, yeah. I, I don't
3: anyone. I don't want anyone to ever feel how our generation felt. Right. And, oh, and I'm right. unfortunately a little, mm. bit off, a little bit older than Rob, so, mm. which you would never know by the two of us sitting here. <laughs> um, I have more gray. But, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was harder for, in, in some ways, generationally, mm. it was harder for me to come out than Rob to come out.
1: Oh, interesting. Generationally. But from his perspective, you were out well before him. Yeah. But mm-hmm. generate, oh wow. If that makes it's sense. It's kind of it relative, was, really. It was,
3: it was, Society-wise, it was far less accepted when I came out mm. than when Rap came out. Yeah, he just had more
1: religious pushback. Mm. Yeah, it's the whole society versus religious, yeah, like atmosphere. Like, the yeah, culture. I,
3: I went, I went to a very, very uh, liberal college. Yet, the LG community. Mm-hmm. Because back at that
1: point, is really probably just LG. Yeah. Um, we're going to add so many letters. Yeah. ABCD EFG. Exactly. <laughs> at this point, we just say queer. Yeah. yeah. A kind of, but, That's a nice... But that, yeah. that
3: community within that school, the the group had, I think, three people. And oh, wow. And they were not very well accepted, and they were made fun of because they were completely socially different from everybody mm-hmm.
1: else. And Do you feel comfortable giving us like a year-ish... That's was, fine if you
3: don't. It was a, it was a while ago. Okay. Right. Just, that's, like, fine. that's fine. That's that. fine. No problem. No problem. Um, it was a different time. It was a different time. Okay. That's, and, that's all we need to know? And, and then since then, I mean, the school has just become so openly welcoming to everybody. Mm. And what do you tell I'm
1: taking, I'm taking a picture.
2: Very sneakily. <laughs> you have to warn the got gaze. I've kind of <laughs> <finer laughs> got a flop. I've got a flop. I've got a vlog. I, can't, I can't have got i have got i
1: can not have any we act like act act like you're talking like you're really serious and stuff <laughs> that's <laughs> okay that's be really like, difficult for be me be deep in thought ready three, two, one. Oh, perfect that's great <laughs> I'm definitely deep in thought i definitely deep put deep. that on the Patreon I was page you thinking, can pay five dollars to find that picture that we <laughs> yeah, just excellent. took live on the air I'm sorry to interrupt you go ahead with your
3: no, I was just I was saying that I think that you know back then it just I was so in the closet, you mm. know, between eighteen and mm. twenty-two. And there's a lot more at stake, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. You just you did not want to be, especially I was in a, in a fraternity and mm. it was oh a small really campus. You did not want to oh. be the gay kid. You just didn't. Of course, years later, you find out that three quarters of your fraternity brothers were all gay as See, well. See, I was going to say
1: like when you said the the LG community at the time it's it's really the out lg community you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. not like yeah. you know it's not the percentage it's not that there's a fewer percentage of people who were queer let's say but it's it's a fewer percentage of people who are who are open or even like yeah. honest with themselves yeah. and others you know? yeah
3: i wasn't honest with myself back then i mean i dated all the way through college uh women did you really yeah, all the sure. way through
1: college yeah. wow yeah
3: it wasn't until my my last girlfriend my senior year of college that i said i'm never doing this to anybody again because it, it stopped being about me and it started being about them and like how could how can i care about this woman knowing that deep down mm-hmm. inside i'm gay right I can't i can't do this mm-hmm. and the the last woman i dated was pretty okay, amazing and it was, it was super, super, super cool And uh-huh. I'm like, I, I care about this person too much and Right So I broke up with her right away I'm like, okay, we can't wow. Never told her why well, uh-huh. I mean, She knows now Oh, really? Because <laughs> she's listening to this podcast okay, <laughs> No, but she I Eventually, you know, I told her And she's like, yeah, I figured Right,
1: you know, But right, 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 right.
3: That's when I was like Were you I'm honest just, with
1: yourself the whole time? Or was that like a realization for you?
3: I always knew mm. I
1: always knew But I just, I tried it,
3: As much as, as Rob, you know, went to all ways possible to try and make himself. Now I did it mm. inter- I did it internally. Mm. You know, thinking I could change. Mm-hmm. You know, because there was something wrong with me. Right. Because I didn't know I didn't yeah. know anyone else who was gay. And, yeah.
1: So and, for you it was more the like we said earlier I guess, the social pressure okay. whereas for Robert yeah. I guess for you and, more
3: the, Yeah. social pressure and death familial obligations right. that you know right, 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 right. to provide, mm-hmm, provide, mm-hmm. provide American dreams sort of thing yeah
2: with, with a wife and kids mm. same thing with me though I um, when I was dating my last girlfriend mm. um, I got to a, a serious point where it could have gone towards marriage and I had to think hard, long and hard like
1: oh wow am I going to
2: yeah am I going to propose and am I am I going to live this lie just just to fit the religious
1: wow. norms fuck dude that's heavy
2: um, and there are so many closeted men that are married to a woman mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. can't can't don't feel like they can come out yeah and they have this pressure you know now there's a, a woman involved and there's children involved mm-hmm. and there's it becomes so much more well, hard and yeah. complicated Right. And I had to think like, am I really going to go down that route? And that's another thing that kind of helped sway me towards like, I can't do that to somebody else. Mm, I think yeah. it's so wrong.
3: The, the other thing about Romanian Americans are is they they live at home until they're married, and so
2: yeah, traditionally they, uh,
3: they get married uh, really, really, really young, right? Because it's their first chance to actually move out of the house and yeah. be, be on their own. It's so,
1: opening. It's opening a, a whole world of possibilities yeah. just to be, you know, to have that 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 band. I guess, yeah. So.
3: I mean, like, 20, 22 year olds, like 19, 21, 22, 23 yeah. year olds, and they, they get married then because then they can get out of their house. Right. And, and start a life. Mm. And
2: plus, the whole, like, purity culture. I was say, and yeah. Plus, if you're you're, plus, if
1: you're, if you're straight, at least straight ish, then that means you get to have sex with the first time. Like, if you're Christian Romanian, I should say. Yeah. Not, not just Romanian American, but. Yeah. 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 Because I know, I know, like for you know, in in the Bible Belt, it was a thing where a lot of my friends got married at like literally, like you know, nineteen or twenty yes. to have sex without Daddy God, without the Sky Man, uh-huh. uh, you know, disapproving and sending you to hell, sort of thing.
2: Right? Yeah. 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 The oh god, the rules that people make and
1: mm-hmm. yeah. So, what's our thesis statement, fellas? What's our uh... <laughs>
3: You can develop that one. I've never been Oh, my develop. God. Yeah. Jesus.
1: What would you say? How about this? Um, What would... I was going to say, what would you say to to yourself as a kid, but I think that's kind of silly because then we got a time continuum problem. Then we have... <laughs> <laughs> but what what would you say to, uh, let's say, a, a, a you that was born t- today, like in, in this environment, in this atmosphere, not, not talking to yourself where you were at at that point as a kid, but if you were... You know, because there still is, there's like you were saying, David. There's less friction now mm-hmm. against coming out as there was back. You know, back when you were, when we, when we all were kids. Um, but when but if you were born in this environment in this atmosphere, what would you? I don't know, what would you say to yourself in, in a paragraph or two?
3: You know, it's really interesting that you ask that because I, I have a conversation with my niece all the time. The same one who told mm-hmm. me about non-binary and. I think that she, you know, that she struggles a little bit with with accepting herself and in ha- having others accept her, mm. and and so my words to her are the same words that I would have given to myself because I think about that a lot. Mm. That that there's so much of what she's going through that I went through, and I don't know what you know what what path she'll take, but it is it's okay to be different. Mm you need to accept yourself mm-hmm. you need to love yourself as I told Rob years and years ago you you need to find your truth and live your truth and mm-hmm. be okay with it mm-hmm. knowing that the people who are the most important to you in your life will accept you and love you no matter what mm-hmm. and and I, and I still I still mom's Rob's mom aside I mean I, I still I, I still <laughs> true I truly believe that as But doesn't see, she
1: do you think on another level, she does accept and love you guys. No, okay, but
3: but that's okay because <laughs> it, it's okay because the the people who we have surrounded our lives with, mm, you so it doesn't, family, it, yeah, and so it doesn't have to be that person. Mm. But the, the people who you choose to have, you you will have that family that that loves and supports you, and they may not all be blood, but the, there'll be a community there, and and they will no matter what. You, you'll, you'll find happiness and be happy mm. and, and find what's what's important to you and so that's what I would told myself which is what I tell my my niece mm. is is during the struggles of feeling that you're just really different and don't belong mm. and nobody understands yeah. you mm-hmm. that it's okay for now as long as you understand yourself and you know that you're a good person and knowing that it all gets better it really mm. does yeah
1: yeah that's a really good cadence it gets better yeah yeah, yeah. I think used?
2: for me, it's, it, I think it still rings true. I think no matter what period in life, it's that always know that you're not alone. Mm. There's always somebody, a lot of other people like there, mm. out there, like you mm-hmm. out there. And mm. don't isolate yourself. Um, it, it's so easy to internalize mm. and um, sh- kind of like shy away and go into your own. Um, when you're struggling with something, um, you know, like with sexuality or whatnot, um, don't be alone because I think the aloneness is really what gets to people. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. have people physically in your life, mm. um, not just in the virtual world that are there for you, um, that can give you a hug, um, that love you no matter what, um, Yeah, and just don't don't feel like you're you're on your own because you're not. And that's that's the thing is 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 you're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's not
3: that don't be alone, but know that don't be alone because you're not alone because you're not.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah. wow, that's good.
2: And much like I found my community with you know gay friendly churches and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. people who accepted me, it just opened a door to like oh my god this whole new world I had no idea existed. Yeah, Um, you know just don't isolate yourself.
1: You're not alone. Yeah.
2: And that's, that goes for no, no
3: matter who you are It doesn't yeah. matter if you're, you know if, if we're talking about sexuality, if we're talking about religion If we're talking about race, if we're talking about beliefs Or anything It's just, there, there's always somebody out there Who's going to support you And yeah. you. just make sure that you, you, you recognize that and, and You know, keep that within
1: Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful well, to wrap it up, guys, I, Robert, I do have your mom on the line. Hi, Mom. <laughs> and, and I do have uh, the letter. I'm going to read it to you, now, <laughs> word for word. Uh, yeah.
3: Do, do you still have that letter? Don't me. Did, did, did that move with you? We may never know. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Big reveal. The second time I interview you guys will <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank for you. Pleasure. This is a, a, a lovely time. Yeah.
3: It was lovely. It lovely. was a lovely it's, it's time. just lovely.
2: lovely. <laughs> you guys are so cute. That's my gay husband. <laughs> <laughs> my gay husband. It, was, it was lovely. It was lovely. <laughs> I
1: like that you have to you have to qualify it. My gay husband. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's my husband versus my gay. Husband. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: well, my, my husband would never be like that. Was lovely, my husband. Hey yeah, you man, know, that was awesome. Hey, hey bro,
1: fucking awesome time. It. Yeah. Good sex, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was yeah.
3: Awesome time, bro we, totally, we
1: nailed it. We nailed it. <laughs>
3: It's
0: lovely. It's lovely. A post-Christian production.